Hey daddy gang, since I'm off this week, I wanted to entertain you in the right way. Adam Devine, we are gonna revisit this episode. Let me give you guys a little reminder of the Adam Devine episode. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you did watch it, you need to watch it again because it's fucking hilarious. When I had Adam Devine walk into the dad pad studio, I remember maybe 30 seconds before he pulled up, I was like, wait, People always confuse him and Adam Levine, the Maroon 5 man. Let's make a fucking funny bit. And so Adam was down. We go upstairs to the Call Her Daddy studio and you guys are gonna watch it. I basically pretend that I'm sitting down with Adam Levine while all of the drama of the cheating scandal was happening. And the internet absolutely erupted. Some people were like, you're a fucking cunt, you little shit. This isn't funny. Um, other people thought it was funny. You know, you know, humor is subjective. You know, guys, like some people thought I was a fucking dick. Some people thought it was fun. We had a good time Adam is amazing and this episode had me fucking dying laughing so we're off to see the wizard but you are off to watch the Adam Devine episode have fun and we'll be back next week love you Goodbye. I have to tell you, I was a huge Maroon 5 fan, and I'm glad that you agreed to sit down with me today and discuss the scandal surrounding the infidelity in your marriage. How many times did you cheat with women that you met on Instagram? Zero times. <laughs> it's Adam Devine, not Adam Levine. Thank fucking God. Thank fucking God. <laughs> what is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Are you taller than me? What's going on? You're, are no, you're, no, no, no. You your legs are longer than My, mine. Th- this is the thing on Instagram. Everyone thinks that I'm like six feet and then they meet me in person and they're like, yeah. why are you so short? And I'm like, first of all, you're not fuck that, off. Yeah. You're, I mean, like, you're appropriately sized. Right? Thank you. You're a great size. <laughs> but I'm like, why? It, that's the first thing people say to well, me. Like, and then, the, but then look at where your foot is dangling right now. I have long legs. Yeah. And see, look at my little. <laughs> no, no, you're taller than me, but my legs are long. Yes, true. That's fair to say, I've right? Got, I've got a weird shaped, like my torso is the exact same length as my legs. Like, can you do this? Oh my! Like that's not, it's not even like flexibility. That's just. Wait. Yeah, yeah, but see how that Welcome was kind to of call her daddy. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Wait, that's great. To, yeah. That's a good trick. I'm gonna start asking people. Also, you did that very. Yeah, quickly. it's like two. It's doo doo. Do you do that often? It's all my whole career is based on me doing that. <laughs> They're like, you're a physical comedian. I'm like, no, my body is shaped weird. <laughs> it's funny. You look at me and you laugh because you're like, that's off. What's going He's on? It's like a human cartoon. No. I think you look great today. Thank you. I wore my fancy jacket. It looks really nice. I, I asked my wife, I'm like, I'm like, should I like, like dress nice? And she's like... She's like, no, you could be casual. And then I like wore what I was wearing. And she was like, maybe no, wear something else. (laughs) I was in sweatpants. put a jacket on. No, I think you look great. I love your watch. The whole thing's going great. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to get into it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to just do this little intro that the world needs. Okay. Adam, welcome to call her daddy. 
Oh, I thought we were doing the Adam Levine bit. No, but I thought for a second you were going to say thank you. I don't know why. And that that little like was like so creepy with the straw. Okay, I'm going to start over. Here we go. Adam, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Thank you. I just have to tell you that I was a huge Maroon 5 fan. And I'm really glad that you decided to sit down with me today and talk about the scandal surrounding the infidelity in your marriage. How many times did you cheat on your wife with women that you met on Instagram? Zero times. (laughs) It's Adam Devine, not Adam Levine. Thank fucking God. Thank fucking God. (laughs) Adam, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Thank you. One fucking letter. One it's, letter. It's so close. I actually, I met Adam Levine once mm. at, a, at a party. And uh, yeah, I'm cool like that. And uh, it it was a whole Halloween party. I was dressed as a wizard. So it wasn't me being cool at all. I'm oh. like, I'm like a wizard with like a wizard staff of like beer cans taped together, you know. Love that. And uh, I go up to him. I was all excited and was like, Adam Levine. I'm Adam Devine. He's like, yeah, no, I, I know. And uh, I'm like... I get Adam Levine all the time on Twitter where people are like, at me, Adam Devine, but then say, is so hot, shirtless, singing on, like, I just went to his concert, and I'm like, it happens to me all the time. I'm sure you get me sometimes, too, on Twitter, right? And he goes, literally never. Literally (sighs) never. (laughs) I'm like, like okay, never, not even one time? And he's like, "Mm mm-mm. So he is a fucking dick. Um, no, I love that. <laughs> sort of habit, like, ah, but also invite me back to the Halloween party. <gasps> right, you're like, I will come back as yeah. a wizard. Um, do you think actually people thought that it was you in that situation? People did. Like, it wasn't, that's, I like post, I would never, I, I'm not big into like inserting myself into someone else's drama. I'm like, this guy is already going through it. Yeah. And so I, I was like steering clear. Uh, and then like, like news organizations i forget what it was it was like the baltimore like their local news their headline was adam divine cheats on pregnant wife and said adam divine and then i was getting so many people that were just (laughs) dming me being how fucking dare you and then you look at their page and i'm like this person does not follow me they have no they are not workaholic fans they have not seen my movies like they truly were a maroon 5 fan and now hate me on accident, like somehow clicked the wrong thing. And so it, it ha- I was getting legitimately hundreds of DMs. And did your wife at all be like, give me your fucking phone. Just let me check. Let me just, <laughs> let me yeah, just yeah. check this out. The, na- the name is too close. <laughs> like it, it could be you too. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's so fucking crazy because I remember when you posted the Instagram and the mm-hmm. caption and it was just brilliant of you to just be like, hey, just so you know, like we're good over here. My wife and I are happy. I'm not cheating. Yeah, I guess drama. I am a comedic genius. Yeah. You're pretty good. You're not bad. I probably shouldn't have given you a straw. Yeah. But too much too much work I'm doing over no. there. <laughs> this episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with sparkling ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine, 
Yum. Crank up the flavor, sparkling ice, anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy gang, I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the, the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself. And it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. It didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and to understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Do you ever find yourself looking at your full wardrobe, but still feeling like you got nothing to wear. Well, gather around, Daddy Gang, Saks.com. You're going to find instant inspiration for that date night, for that impromptu vacation, okay? Maybe you need a new dress because one of your friends is getting married soon, okay? So if you're looking for a new style or want to build a better relationship with your closet, then head to Saks.com to shop for everything on your agenda. I am really happy that you're here. I think that you are extremely funny. Thank I you. think you're very unique in Hollywood. Your humor is amazing, and I'm very happy you're here and Thanks. not Adam Levine. Thanks, um, Alex. You grew up in Nebraska. I did. I've mm-hmm. never been to Nebraska. Most, most people have it. Okay. What is a stereotype that people in Nebraska have that you think you defy? I, I, I feel like Nebraska is like, it's such like a flyover state. Like, I feel mm. like if you're not from there, you just haven't been there. Mm-hmm. So there's like no stereotypes. People are just like, Nebraska, huh, wow, I've never, really, huh. So there's no stereotypes. So I feel like when they meet me, they're like, that's what you look like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like I look like I'm from Nebraska. I'm like, you're like, yeah, this guy eats steak. Mm-hmm. He eats corn a lot. You could tell he he isn't off the carbs. He's full carbo loading with baked potatoes on the reg. Right. Like so, a white guy from Nebraska. Yeah, they're like, he puts real butter on his <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> you know what? That's a really great way to explain it because I wasn't, I'm, I think I, as I was thinking about this question, that's exactly what I was wanting you to tell me something that I didn't know about Nebraska because I'm like, I don't know much. Yeah, we're just, a, we're a sturdy people. Mm-hmm. Heart, you know, sturdy. salt of the earth, I think they say. Okay, yeah. I don't know what that phrase means, but. I love it though. Yeah. We're going to go with it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's like an accent happening there that we don't know about? Like a Nebraska accent? Uh, no, people in Nebraska think that our accent is like flat. But when I moved to California for the first time, I was on some like head shop on Hollywood Boulevard being like, you can just buy pipes? What? This is crazy. <laughs> and uh, and the guy behind the counter was like, 
where are you from? So I think I must have had an accent. I don't think I have much of one anymore. What do you think? I can hear like a tiny twang. But what I, I am from a little twang, like a Mm -hmm. little, like it's not Southern. It's not, it's something. It's It's unique. Yeah. A little, a little salt and pepper. Exactly. The salt and pepper, Mm -hmm. meat and potatoes vibe. That's right. I'm from Philadelphia Mm -hmm. outside of it though. And I'm just so happy that I don't have the Philly accent. Do you know the Philly accent? It's atrocious. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm glad you don't have it. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know if I could do a Philly accent, but I will say that Philly, I've had a great, I've done awesome shows there Mm -hmm. and I've had a great times there, but it was one of the few places, Boston's kind of like this too, where people just like want to fight you. Like it was like right when Workaholics just came out. So we were like newly famous or whatever. And we like went there on some sort of tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy, we were like, Geno's or Pat's? Cheesesteaks. Like what? Ch- we're going to try both. Mm-hmm. And we're eating there and some guy was like, fuck you. You think you're cool, huh? Oh, fucking Mr. Hollywood. And I'm like, I'm going to have to fight a man. <laughs> you're like, I just wanted a cheesesteak. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Hi, and sir. I'm not like a confrontational guy. So I'm like, I got to put up my dukes. I'm like, do I call them Dukes? I don't know. I'm going to get my ass kicked <laughs> no, by this you're, guy. You're so accurate. Yeah. Number one, let me just proclaim this so that no one in Philly hates me now and yeah, no. comes for me. I've had a great time there. Love. Aggressive. Aggressive people. The fans are so aggressive. Yeah. My, I grew up, my dad worked for the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, cool. And so I would always go to these hockey games. And after every game or in the middle of the games, I would always be asking my parents like, why is everyone so angry? Like, we're even winning. Like, why are we angry? Now they're yeah. losing all the time. And it's like, now they're really angry. Yeah. But it's such an aggressive mentality. Mm-hmm. And it's a little scary. But what's scarier is, yes, the accent. Like, do you know what we call water? Uh, like water. 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 With a D? I'm going home to drink some water. You're going home to drink some <laughs> going water. Going home to drink some water. Go Eagles. Oh, yeah, thank God in, in Omaha we don't say water. We say water. It's not We say great. we do say uh like mom. Oh. Like mom <laughs> Dad <laughs> Mom. So it's like a mouth opening. Thing. Yeah, it's like a, a like vowels just like fall out of your mouth. Like ugh. Okay, but at least you're enunciating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a little bit better. So, Philly, love you all. Shout out. But if you say water, it's fucking water. Yeah. One thing I love about you is that you do seem like you are entirely, like, open about just putting yourself out there. Like, you don't give a shit what people think. So, can you give us some advice for someone that's listening that's, like, introverted, shy, a little insecure? Like, how do you get to a place mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. I'm just going to do what I do. I, I you know, I tell... Uh, I'm always giving advice. Uh, no, uh, but I, I feel like it just nothing matters. Oh, it just doesn't matter. Like it doesn't. I would say ninety nine point five percent of the time, it just doesn't matter. Like what that person thinks of you, they're not thinking about what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like they, you. My wife does this all the time, where she'll say something, and then like. I, she's like tossing and turning and she can't sleep. And I'm like, what's going on over there? I'm like, are you okay? Are you having like night convulsions? And she's like, no, I said this thing that I shouldn't have said. And then I'm like, what? And then she'll tell me and I'm like, oh, they don't, they're not thinking about that even a little bit. 
Like they, no one thinks about anyone else. We're only thinking about ourselves all the time. So fucking true. Yeah. Listen, I love men. I love women. I love everyone. But women do have a tendency a little bit more to like overanalyze, which I think can be a superpower at times. Yeah, they're, they're we're, smarter. Yeah, we're, we're smarter. We're more tuned in. Yeah. We should run the world. However, it can be a deficit when we're up at night. My boyfriend does the same thing. He's like, your legs are now like twitching. Like, just t- tell me can what happened. Tell I don't know what to do with you're, my legs. You're literally like, um. No, is this a comfortable... Speaking of Dude, can I tell you something? My wife is going to watch this podcast and be <laughs> tossing and turning and be like, and I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, your legs. What were you saying with those legs? What? My legs? <laughs> well, let me just clarify so you feel better. This chair, these chairs. Are 87 inches <laughs> deep. There, there's a full on grown man laying down level deep. They have caused such issues and i this is the issue i think that all the fans watching fucking love them they, i always get where'd you get the chairs where'd yeah. you get the chairs i want the chairs when or you're in person when you're in person you can't f- and imagine a woman in a skirt and heels oh yeah that's the moment where i say i'm sorry yes you you're gonna figure it out you got your pants on yeah i, I am wearing pants <laughs> this is good i've been a nude in a film before so i i'm perfectly okay <laughs> I just want you to know if you squirm around, no one's judging you because this is, this is, we're moving chairs. We're okay. moving houses actually, but we're also leaving these chairs behind. All right, I'll take them. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, great. Um, let's talk about workaholics. Okay. To anyone that hasn't watched it, you live under a rock. It's about three dudes in their twenties that live together and work together. That's right. How did you meet your co-stars and who came up with the premise of the show? I well, I met Blake and Kyle, who played Carl, our drug dealer on the show, who ended up directing most of our episodes. Uh, we met in improv class at uh, community college at Orange Coast College in Costa Mesa, California. That's dope. Yeah, and it was like day one of improv class, and at the time, Blake he has this like long, cool dude hair, and he had this like tiny little fro. And in high school, they called him Afro fetus because he was so skinny with this tiny little Afro. And uh, he really has blossomed as he's gotten older because he's like considered like hot boy now. Uh, But he was homely as fuck back then. (laughs) I'm looking at you, Blake. And uh, and I just thought he was so funny. So afterwards, it was weird because it was like I was sort of like hitting on my friend, you know, (laughs) where like I remember like. My other buddy was like, what's going on over there? Because I came up to him a little nervous. I was like, hey, what's up? Uh, If you'd be down for it, uh, it'd be cool if perhaps me and you could get together and write some comedy bits together. And Blake's like, yeah, I think that'd be cool, man. You know, and uh, and then I moved up to California, up to L.A. from Orange County about a year later and met Anders at the Second City, uh, which is a improv school. I can imagine being in an improv class. There's some characters in there. Like, mm-hmm. did you, do you think you thrived in improv class or did you keep to yourself a little bit there? I kept to myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, because I would say, they're, they're, like, improv classes are weird. Have you ever taken one? I kind of did in college, but that wasn't even a fucking thing. Yeah. No. So, like, I took a lot especially when I was like uh, like 18 19 Uh and there's always like a businessman who's just like the funny guy in the office and then there's like 
12 true lunatics <laughs> who are just like the psychotic aunt who's just like, they say I'm funny. And you're like, oh my God, lady. And then there's uh, like maybe two normal people who you'll end up seeing later on in life. <laughs> like I, I know like, uh, like Eric Andre was in an improv class of mine back in the oh, day. Wow. And cool. then all the workaholics guys and Jillian Bell, who was on workaholics, I knew from improv classes and stuff. So like you that. can find little diamonds in the rough. Yeah. There's on the periphery, you're like, I want to stay away from that person. That person's insane. Yeah, there's always like a few people that you can tell aren't lunatics who are actually yeah. trying to figure out mm -hmm. how to make this into a profession. So you come up with the show and mm -hmm. it's fucking hilarious. Is there ever a point I'm thinking of like you guys then are friends mm -hmm. and you're filming as friends. Was there ever a point in like a joke or a scare or something happening where you guys took it too far and like you couldn't air it? No, there was never like we couldn't air it. Comedy Central, especially back then, was like really, uh, really cool and mm -hmm. open and, and down. I feel like we might not be able to get away with everything because things are a little touchier mm -hmm. now. Like we did one bit where Carl, the drug dealer, um, was sick of his penis and oh. he wanted to remove it because it gets him in all the trouble in his life. And they were really worried about us being like transphobic or something. And we're like, well, it's not about that. He just doesn't want to have his penis. And that was like a real battle that we had for a while. But we ended up winning and the show was very funny. We did another episode where... Um, we go to our neighbor's house and they're having a uh, pride party and we think it's pride fighting like UFC, like pride mm -hmm. fighting. Uh, <laughs> but they're a, a group of gay men having a pride party and we go there and then uh, we get blackout drunk and we pass out and we wake up in, the, in their bed and I wake up and I think I have jizz on my face <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Uh, I think we fucked each other. And then the two gay guys are like, you guys were really, you guys were going at each other. You guys were fucking each other a lot last night. And so we go through that entire episode and we like are reeling with this. And then at the end of the day, we're like, I'm glad if I were to fuck a man, it was you. And we're together and we're like, and we're together. And then we go back to the, to him and we're like wearing rainbow shirts now. And we're like, we're out and we're proud. We fuck each other now. And, uh, the guy's like, Oh, we were kidding with you. It was toothpaste we put on your face. And we're like, was it? I wondered why my jizz was minty fresh. And then we were like, that's pushing the envelope, you know? Yeah. But we like were up for a GLAAD award. They like loved the episode. With like the bro culture in the show, I personally find it very funny of how you guys like take it right to the edge in moments. And yeah. I do think that's hard to do though. The hardest part was like, it's sort of based on our actual personalities, like yes. our characters. And then there's, it's just taken to 12, you know? Yeah. So every once in a while, it'd be like, Durst is pitching a, uh, a joke. And you're like, well, Adam uh, is a fucking idiot. And <laughs> like, also like egotistical and, but also kind of a bitch. So I think he would say, and I'm like, yeah, well, Anders uh, has a stick up his ass <laughs> and he thinks he's better than everyone else. And the character though. <laughs> The oh, character. Wow. Did you guys get in a lot of fights or no? No, not really. I mean, we're we're kind of we're brothers. Right. I feel so like we. It's the brother fights. Yeah, we it's get in brother. fights, but at the end of the day, you're like, all right, should we go get milkshakes or whatever, <laughs> whatever fat kid thing we're we're yes. about to go do? Yes, you you basically booked Pitch Perfect around the time that you were filming Workaholics, right? That's right. Yeah. 
What was the audition process like for Pitch Perfect? Where were you at in your life? Like, how did it all come to be? I was shooting the second season of Workaholics. And, like, Workaholics had just come out. And, like, it kind of clicked right away when it came out. And I was like, I don't want to do an acapella. Well, at first I didn't know. And I thought it was a baseball movie. They sent me the sides, and it's Pitch Perfect. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I don't have time to go audition right now like I'm doing my show and it was really precious about workaholics Mm -hmm. and they're like just go the producers like you just go so I went on my lunch break from workaholics and like went down and auditioned and I thought it was a baseball movie and I see all these hot ass dudes singing and I'm like, you're not going to get the baseball movie singing, fucking pussy. You know? And then I go in, and it turns out it's not a baseball movie at all. And I had to, then I'm quickly learning the sides. And I'm like, oh, sure, this isn't baseball at all. And I go in, and I do the audition. And they ask me what song I prepared. And I didn't prepare a song. So I'm like, I didn't prepare a song. Take it or leave it. And they're like, leave it. Well, you, you have to sing. It's a singing movie. And I'm like, fuck. And so I like, sing whatever pops into your head. And the first song, swear to God, that popped into my head was uh, Whatever Happened to Predictability, The Milkman, The Paperboy, The Evening TV, which is the Full House theme song. <laughs> and they're like, loved, they loved it. And, and I left and my agent calls. I was like, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. I morphed into like an 80-year-old jazz singer. Like, I don't think I'm going to get the, I'm not, because we have to sing like Rihanna and shit. I'm like, I didn't prove that I can sing. And then like, oh, oh well, get him next time. And then I got it. The fact that in a moment of like kind of crisis, the first thing yeah. that popped to your fucking head was full house. Go. Yeah. It was just like, they're just like sings to whatever popped into your head. And I'm like. I will say though, that was like very accurate. Yeah, I do a good. I do do. a good. I mean, I do a lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, Whoever that man Mm -hmm. is. Wow. Okay, so that's also great that you thought it was a baseball movie. I did. Yeah, we're learning that I don't really read my emails. Mm. Yeah, I sort of just. Yeah. Read the headline and go. Got it. I think it goes to my sort of mantra of Mm. nothing matters and it's fine. Yeah, everyone that's going to get a job, don't prepare. Just like go wing it. I've never prepared a day in my life. (laughs) And look where the fuck you are, Adam. And I'm wearing a suede jacket. You know what's fucking crazy, though? It's like, did you... It looks great. Yeah, I think it's weird. Did you know that you were passionate about singing in acapella before Pitch Perfect? I'm not. (laughs) I'm not passionate about singing or acapella. I, uh... No. I'm like... I still don't consider myself a singer. I'm just, like, good at it. Like, I can just do it. Got it. So, like, I don't... You know how some people, like... Are, are just like can just like they're just naturally a good dancer uh-huh. they like I can just sing which by the way was so funny I've always known I could sing I've had like choir teachers in high school be like you should join the swing choir and I'm like I want girls to like me uh I'm like no thank you and uh I called my dad when I booked Pitch Perfect and I'm like dad I booked this like studio movie Universal's making it and he's like oh my god yeah man nice so what is it? And I go, it's called Pitch Perfect. He's like, baseball movie, cool. And I'm like, not a baseball movie. It is, uh, it's a singing acapella movie. And he goes, but you can't sing worth shit. 
And I go, yeah, I can sing. I'm a good, I'm a pretty good singer. And he goes, bullshit. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to doing this movie. And he goes, I'd find a way to get out of that one. And I'm like, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> Okay, the fact, okay, note to self, never listen to dad. And it's also very interesting that you knew that you were good at singing, but you're not like, you're not like singing around the house to your wife. No. Okay, but what would be your go-to karaoke song, Full House? I still? don't like karaoke, really. Really? Because I'm like, what I do for work is perform. So then when mm -hmm. I'm not working, I don't want to then go work. Okay. That to me is what that is. Now, and now sometimes like it'll be like, 3 a.m. and we're at someone's house and they bust out a karaoke machine I'll get up there and try to sing don't stop believing or some bullshit but like I'm not gonna just you're not gonna do it yeah but I'm, you are here to perform today I'm Walter I, this is work <laughs> okay you're, great you're paying me and what what the fuck no, there's Alex? more okay, in there there is okay there's good. more in there just yeah, keep, keep pouring keep okay so last month because I was gonna say this and you know what you can deny me but I'm just gonna say it anyways last month or two months ago we had John Mayer on and he did kind of like a Christmas song right okay. giving us a little Christmas cheer so I was wondering if you would be interested in auditioning for the call her daddy fourth of July mm -hmm. song episode <clears throat> all right here we go okay Shh, silence on set. <clears throat> Proud to be an American Cause at least I know I'm free Won't you want to stand up Next to you in red, white, and blue Grilling burgers on the grill A bush light for me and you <laughs> Which essentially is... Americana. America. Yeah. I Monster really trucks, <laughs> golden retrievers, lifted trucks. A lot of trucks. A lot of trucks. Should have stopped earlier. That was fucking phenomenal. Mm. You got the job. I, that, I think I was the only one to audition for it. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with Matt's, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate. ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. 
I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Something that really grinds my gears is I somehow will find myself just subscribing to things, right? And then all of a sudden, I see I have been paying this subscription service and I don't even use it because I just forgot to cancel it. Rocket Money can help you cancel a subscription that would otherwise be more time-consuming and also you probably forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place place. And if I see anything I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddy. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddy. Rocketmoney.com slash daddy. I'm going to go through a list of some like random topics that are happening in the world right now. Okay. And I want your take on them. Okay. okay yes. Okay. Number one, mm-hmm. telling your friend that you don't like their partner. I uh, don't do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't just don't do it. You might lose your friend forever, mm-hmm. but uh, what they're going to do is I've done this before where oh. They like left their partner, and you're like, "Thank God, she sucked, dude." And then they get back together, and then they get married, and you're like, <laughs> "I was kidding, dude. I'm a comedian. What? Never invited over to the house." What do you think about BDE? Uh, I have MDE. Medium dick energy. A big dick? Too much. That seems too much. It's a little too much to handle. It's a lot on the plate. You have to schedule it. You've got to think about it. I feel like I'm working with my MDE, so that's what I'm really pushing. I'm selling it. I'm like a a telemarketer. I think that's the title of this episode. Adam Devine. MDE. MDE. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's great. Okay, what do you think about Roadhead? Did not done enough in my life. It's not done enough. You would like that? I mean, no. The older I get, the more I'm like, it's... And then, like, where are we cleaning up? Like, and then... It's more for the thrill of it. Yeah. Like, as I've gotten older, it's less appealing. But every once in a great while... It could be a fun Spice it up. Yeah. What's your take on Pete Davidson? I love Pete. I know Pete. Okay. Uh, I, I had him I on Adam Devine's house party, which was a stand-up show I did for Comedy Central. And we had him season one. He was 19. And I'm like, this kid must have a huge cock. <laughs> Just something about him. He's wiry. Those long, wiry guys sometimes got a big old wang. <laughs> uh, and then that was kind of the whole topic of conversation on set. Like, we're all staring at this young boy. <laughs> gauging the size of his Johnson. How do you feel about talking to your Uber drivers? It's a slippery slope. I've had a Uber driver who realized who I was and drove me to their house. 
What? Because it was on the way to my house. So I'm not really knowing where we're going because I'm in a new city. It was a house that I rented. So I'm like kind of zoning out in the back and we pull up and her family comes out. And I'm like, where are, where are we? I look up from my phone and she's just like, oh, you don't mind, do you? And I'm like, uh, you can't say yes because you're, you're stuck there at their house now. So you're like, no. So I'm, then I get out of the car, a photo op, one of their neighbors comes over. I take photos with them and their family. And then she, I get back in the car and she takes me to my house now. And then when we pull up, she goes, hmm, so this is where you live. So it could really turn sideways oh, okay. on you. Yeah. Were you terrified to sleep that night? It was weird because <laughs> her husband was like, he was giving like mm. meth head energy. He was like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, that's a lot. I don't know. A little too much. Yeah. You I was just... like covering up my watch. I'm like, mm, no. She's like, sure. It's a nice house you're renting. You're like, Do you keep only... any valuables in there? No, no valuables here. You're like, I'm only here for actually a couple hours. Mm -hmm. I'm moving locations. Yeah, I'm actually moving houses to a small uh, studio apartment. Holy, that's a fucking weird one. Yeah. Okay, what do you think about um, the band Maroon 5? Fuck you, Adam Levine. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to at least admit that one song slaps of like, she will. Oh, no. Be loved. No, no, keep going. No, no, no you're good. And this is good. You, I can't sing. Be loved. Uh, it's a banger. Yeah, it's that good. one. Is that theirs? Yeah. Then yeah. I think. Then yeah, there he's. I mean, the guy's really talented. <clears throat> At many things. How do you feel about sex on the first date? It must. <laughs> a must. <laughs> you have to do it. Right. Yeah, it's like it's like opening the door for someone. You're like you have to see like are they polite? Are they good in bed? You have to check it out. Yeah. That I really appreciate that take. That's yeah. that's a unique one. I don't know if we've ever had someone say that on Caller Daddy before. I'm here for for first. I can already see the headline. Yeah. Adam Devine says sex on the first date is a must. Mm-hmm. It's like opening the door. Yeah. Rape question mark. <laughs> Is he? It gets really gets spinned out of control. What the f- Adam, what did you say? My publicist just calls me shaking. Adam, no. I love that you showed up alone here. Yeah, what, what, what am I going to do? <laughs> Show up with... Well, you know what? I worked at the uh, improv comedy club when I was like uh-huh. at 20 to like 22. Yeah. And uh, all the coolest guys showed up alone. I love that. The f- re- like really famous guys and they'd show up with like a gang of people they were less cool, but like Chris Rock, who's one of the most famous comedians, would show up just by himself. And I was like, that's that's how I someday I'll be like that. <laughs> OK, this is call her daddy, Adam. So we have to talk about your dating. We have life. to call our fathers. OK. OK. <laughs> Once you moved to Los Angeles, how was the dating scene here for you before you got famous? I didn't. Well, I really I started doing stand up. And comedy when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced I wouldn't have ever gotten a date or laid or anything if it wasn't for comedy. Just because I'm not, I I never was like the type of guy to be up and like lick my lips and do a squinty eye thing and like do this a lot. Which like all my guy friends who are really good at being like, yo, what's up? What you guys doing over here? Like that are like morph into that person. They were, it was working for them. 
I can do an impression of me doing yeah, that, but impression. then it, but then it's like as soon as I have to talk to them normally, they're like, like, "There's a different guy in there. It's not the cool squinty licking lips guy." Right, right, right. That was actually yeah. a great impression. Thanks. I think it was better than I've ever seen the actual originals. Oh yeah, but have you seen those TikTok kids with the swoopy oh, hair totally. when they go like? <sighs> How do you feel about boys dancing? Like <laughs> I don't know, dude. And then I, the swoop of the hair. Yeah, like. Uh, How do you feel? It's weird. It's like a totally different thing Mm because like that wouldn't have like maybe times are better or definitely times are weirder. Like because when I was in high school, that wouldn't have flown even a little bit. Like you had to keep you couldn't be doing that shirtless with a group of friends (laughs) and posting it somewhere and not getting like major backlash from that. So, like, kind of cool that kids are so comfortable being, like, super cringy and weird on the internet that it's – but for sure they're going to look back at that in, like, four years and be like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to, like, get a job now and their, like, future employer looks and they're like, oh, you were the squinty-eyed, licking lip, elbows out, doing weird dance, TikTok dance kid? You're hired. (laughs) (laughs) You're a genius. (laughs) My God, you're plugged in. I agree with you. I don't think that, I think I would have found that like so unattractive if a guy at my school was doing that. Yeah. But. But you're not 16 now. So maybe if you were 16 now, you'd be like, oh my Uh, God, Caleb and Skylar and Chanston. Chanston? Yep. Is that a Nebraska? No, it has to be a name of some kid now. You know someone made that poor choice and made their kid Chance. And then we're like, and it's not original enough. Add a tin to it. Chanston. Chanston. Hey, all the Chanstons listen. You know, there's like a dozen Chanstons that are listening right now. Like, oh, shit, they're talking about me. (laughs) With their tiny little butthole mouse. Oh, my God. What? They're talking about me on call her daddy. What the fuck is this? You've seen those TikTok dances, right? Where they're like, is that the move? Yeah. Are you on TikTok a lot? No, I've only, I only (laughs) see, uh, well, by the way, I feel like I'm not on it enough for the algorithm to know me. So I've, I've been on it like two or three times and every time I'm like, yeah, it's too much. Um, Mm -hmm. but I want to because my Instagram algorithm is embarrassing. What is it? It's just like my wife is like, Jesus Christ, when she sees my like page. It's just like swollen beefcake dudes. What? Just from like working out tips. So like I look at, so like this is like I steal workouts from like these beefy, hunky dudes. Right. Because uh, I'm like, oh, it would be kind of cool to look sort of like that. Uh, You're the dream though, Adam, because most girls are like taking the guy's phone and be like, there's like hot girls with bikinis. Your wife is like, Adam, again, like you're looking at this guy and he's like so buff. Yeah, but then she has like nightmares that I'm like secretly a gay man. So like there is a downside to me Mm. looking at oiled up (laughs) men on Instagram. Right, like it could be slightly questionable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But then you have the MDE, so she's like actually we're good. Yeah, she's fine. This episode is brought to you by Sparkling Ice. Have you tried Sparkling Ice yet? 
It's got great flavor, plus vitamins and antioxidants and no sugar. Sparkling ice is soda if soda had substance, okay? They've got more than 15 flavors with just the right amount of carbonation. Kiwi, strawberry, orange, mango, black cherry. And don't get me started on the pineapple coconut flavor. Mm-mm. One sip and you're on spring break. So ditch soda and enter your flavor era. Sparkling ice, anything but subtle. Okay, real talk for a second, daddy gang. Sex is great. We know that, okay? But sex isn't always perfect. And if you have unprotected sex, you have the power to choose what's right for you in that moment. If not getting pregnant is the goal, plan B emergency contraception is a great backup plan because listen, getting wild in the bedroom can be fun, but feeling out of control afterwards, not so fun. With plan B, you can take control of your body and your future whenever you need a backup plan. It's important to remember to take plan B as directed within 72 hours after unprotected sex and keep in mind that the sooner you take it, the better it works. With plan B, you've got this and I've got you daddy gang with a special $10 coupon for your next plan B visit plan B slash daddy to get $10 off your next purchase. That's plan B slash daddy to get $10 off your next purchase. This episode is brought to you by Monday hair care. Daddy gang, nobody likes Mondays. Am I right? <laughs> We're all sobbing. We're all sobbing and we're barely getting out of bed on a Monday. But Monday Hair Care is here to flip the script with its award-winning formulas. No more bad hair days. Daddy gang, Monday Hair Care is turning Mondays into a reason to celebrate good hair, which I love, thank God, with seven new products like a leave-in conditioner, dry shampoo, a curl line, and body wash. And daddy gang, every single thing is under 10 dollars. Yes. And smell is to die for. Okay. I want my hair smelling like something that Matt wants to be engulfed in. I want him to come out to me and go, oh my God, you smell amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> what is that in your hair? So daddy gang, reclaim the week with Monday at all leading retailers. Visit mondayhaircare.com to find a stockist near you. Your wife is stunning. How did you guys meet and how did you ask her out? We met on a plane. We met on an airplane. Mm-hmm. We sat next to each other. The only way I can uh, meet a beautiful woman like my wife uh, <laughs> would be she has to sit next to me for four hours. Um, That's good. Uh, yeah. And I didn't have to lick my lips even once. Um, no, we were flying to New Orleans. And like we've stated earlier, I don't read emails. So I didn't know that she, we were in the same movie. And so... We were sitting next to each other. She recognizes me. I don't know her. I just think she's a beautiful woman sitting next to me. I have a girlfriend at the time. I'm actively not trying to talk to this girl. I'm like, so she keeps chatting on me. And I'm like, God, am I hot as shit today? Like, what is happening? Like, why is she all into me? And I'm like, oh, God, man. And so I play Fruit Ninja on my iPad. Mm. For four hours straight, my hands hurt from just swiping, doing combos with fruit. And she was, she was like, oh, this guy. And then we landed, and then I see the, like, the guy with the sign with your name on it, the, the, the driver at baggage claim. And she has one, too. And then my 
friend, Nina Dobriv, who's also in the movie, who I know her and I, and she had a sign. And I'm like, oh, we're all in this movie together? And Chloe uh, Bridges, my wife, was like, yeah, what did you think? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. And I felt embarrassed. I'm like, let's all just ride in the same car together and get to know each other going to Baton Rouge because we were shooting in Baton Rouge mm-hmm. and it's like a 45-minute drive from New Orleans. And we go and Chloe's from New Orleans and she goes, let's get drive through daiquiris, which is a thing there. Oh my God, I need to go there. Yeah, it's the best. And uh, we went through... And like Nina, to her credit, was like playing it cool. It was like, I'll take a couple of little sample sizes, see see what I like, you know? And so she has like a few little ones that she's sipping. And then Chloe goes, I'll take the 38-ounce party starter. Oh, my God. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I love this girl. Uh, yeah. We, and so then when did you break up with that past girlfriend? A few weeks later. And then... And then we started to date, but I hadn't been single in like years. So then I like was single for a while and felt like I had to be single. And then after like however many months, six months or something, Chloe was like, you either have to call me your girlfriend or we have to stop doing this. And I'm like, okay, and you're my girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) You're like, I knew when you got that drink in the car, it was over for me. I got the party starter. What a legend. Yeah. When you guys moved in together, did you have to kick any like gross habits that you had? There was some weird conversations because I was given a lot of stuff from workaholics. Got it. Like that people just send. I'm sure you get stuff sent to you all the time. Right. And so like weird stuff. So like uh fleshlight, the <laughs> like the it's like molded after like porn stars vaginas mm-hmm. or or whatever sent me 25 of them. So I didn't know what to do with them. So for a while, I was, like, giving them away as, like, kind of gag gifts. But then I, like, gave, like, two or three away. And then, like, I was like, I don't want to be known as the fleshlight guy who just has, like, a treasure trove of these. So then I just stuck it in a closet. But, like, they're all insane fleshlights. They're, like, alien fleshlights. And, like, yeah, like, alien vaginas. And, like... What does that look like? And, like, like? monster pussies. And, like... (laughs) the weirdest things so i i it's in my closet and i came home one day and she was like kind of being weird and i'm like what's up and she's like uh i i I think i have to talk to you i'm like why what's going on and she's like what's do you have like a thing for aliens and i'm like what and she's like do you like are are you into monsters and i'm like what are you talking you're weird to me out right now and then she pulled out like 15 alien pussies and I'm like I can see how this looks weird (laughs) she's like this is what I'm talking about this is what I'm talking about and then she's like well let's let's throw them away and I'm like we should keep two (laughs) for not for use they could keep them in the box but like they are hilarious right just in case just in case you need to bust it out of a party or you meet someone who you're like this would be the funniest gift for them I agree so you kept them, too. We kept an alien and a monster. Did you ever give them away? We st- they still have them. I should have brought them here. We're going to transition from your real real wife mm-hmm. to your work wife, Rebel okay. Wilson. Yep. She's coming here on Monday. Oh, really? Oh, yes, great. it's going to be very fun. You guys have such a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching this morning the scene where you're like, maybe we should, like, 
make out and she's like yeah sometimes i think about doing heroin and then yeah. i'm like eh, better not yeah. like or whatever it yeah. is and it's like you guys have a great dynamic did you guys ever get to like ad lib in that movie at all together that uh, most of i mean k cannon wrote like an amazing script so i'm not taking anything away yeah. but all of my lines were no uh, <laughs> but i rewrote the whole thing no uh we improv quite a bit and actually like our uh love connection like me and rebels love connect we improved that and so then as we were shooting they're like that's eh, kind of funny Get, put them together and uh and then it ended up being like a bigger bigger story so fucking good yeah. okay so my idea was this rebels coming on and i'm gonna have to do the same thing I want you, if you can, to impersonate Rebel, and then I'm going to have her impersonate you. Oh, that's so hard. Is it so hard? Well, because have you ever tried to do an Australian accent? Fuck no. I don't do impersonation. It's so hard to do. Is it too hard? I mean, it might be. I feel like she's just going to be like, I'm Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Just with like weird energy, just bouncing all over the place. Uh, Yeah, no. uh, I mean... No. Adam, no. Oh, no. I feel like that's the only word I could say in Australian speak. They say like no with an R. Okay, I got it. Okay. Hello. It's sort of British. Hello. It's me, Rebel Wilson. I'm the lead singer of the Beatles. I can't do it, Alex. I can't no, do it. No, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. I literally, I was trying to do it earlier, and yeah. I was like, that's why she's iconic. I can't do it. Hello. I- I'm Rebel Wilson. <laughs> I'm think- the, uh, I'm, I play bass in Oasis. I feel- and she's Australian. She's not even from England, but I don't know I think you're how fully to do- doing English, an English accent. Because I, I can't do Australian. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I cannot thank you for coming on enough. Let me uh, ask you, what are you doing next? Because I know you obviously have your podcast, but like, mm-hmm. are you doing any new films? This is important. Check it out. Our podcast that I do with the Workaholics guys. It's, it's super great. fun. Uh, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a season two of Bumper in Berlin, the spinoff series fun. that uh, that I'm doing for Peacock. Mm-hmm. That's the sp- a spinoff of my character from Pitch Perfect. Right. And season one is super fun. It's on Peacock now. And then we're doing a second season um, with uh, Jamila Jamil and Love. Sarah Highland, oh. uh, who was my um, co-star in Modern Family. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Flula Borg, who's super funny. And then uh, I was going to do a Workaholics movie, but then Paramount Plus pulled the plug. I so. saw that. I saw that. That really fucking sucked. <laughs> And it's okay. <laughs> and legally, I can't talk shit. Right, right. You just look at the camera and start sobbing. Legally. <laughs> legally, Jesus Christ. Adam, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on Call Her Daddy. Thanks. That was very fun. Thank you. Thank I thought you. so too. Thank you. Thanks. Woo! This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am 
too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass. And new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today. <laughs> 